I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Fantastic, a podcast about two dads. One of us is in the studio, the other's at home. Uh, Tom, what are you doing? I, I am I am just um, listening to you introduce this beautiful podcast. Now, now, you're kind of self-quarantined because you just got back on a vacation, and I think that's where we're going to spend the majority of our time in this first segment, because if I understand this correctly, this is the longest time you've been away from Bubbles. Yes. Yeah. So I um I and I do have a, a slight sniffle of the nose. Mm, sounds like he sounds a little nasally. Yeah, I'm nasally. I'm a little congested, but I, I feel fine. Um, and I and I and 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 bubbles started to get a little snotty nose like uh, about two days before I left. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, I think that must have must have um, had some effect on my nose because I was putting his binky in my mouth so right that, before I departed. That's probably not the smartest thing to have done. No. So let but me I, so let me run down the checklist. So this is the first time you've ever been away from Bubbles. You're leaving him home with the Lord and Savior, Kate. Not only are you leaving him home, you're leaving him home with a little bit of a sniffle as you go out and gallivant around Nevada and uh, golf for three days. How did that go over with the missus? Um. <clears throat> she she didn't have a, a a choice, I guess. Ooh, we all have choices. Wow, huh? That's like that's... I like like like. So this has been uh, in the works for months now. It's mm-hmm. not like you know, it, was, it wasn't a last minute decision to go down and spend three days golfing and enjoying my apple juice. Like it wasn't like I I just decided to do that a week ago. But that um, doesn't change the fact that you're doing it. So how did the Lord and Savior Kate take this? Did she take it like a champ? Did you get? No, home? she was really good. Okay, she was really good. That's good. Really, yeah, she was. And and I didn't feel great about it to be fair because the cases were climbing, and it just it, look it probably wasn't the best decision to make in hindsight. Hindsight's like, always best to to judge decisions. Yeah, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but. I'd, I'd, she, she was really good. Love, love our Lord and Savior, Kate. Really do appreciate her. She, she battled tirelessly. She was up till 4 a.m. one of the nights working because she wasn't able to get enough work done during the day. And uh, she's a trooper, Case. What, what did you get up to? 
Well, you know, I'm going to get to what I got up to in just a second, but I still want to spend some more time on this because this is a podcast about two dads. And I remember the first time that I spent, uh, you know, two days or more away from my kids for the first time. And I'm going to be honest with you, it gave me a little bit of anxiety because, you know, for that first, you know, the first part of their life, you're there all the time. They depend on you. And then when you're gone, uh, I, I mean, I, I felt I had anxiety. Did you have any anxiety? Yeah, I did have a little bit of anxiety. I, I was um, I was always very happy to see his face because nowadays you can FaceTime. Back when you were around, Case, mm-hmm. around my age, you probably didn't have FaceTime. No, no, we had flip phones. I had a Motorola Razor. Ooh, nice. You had like a little FBI badge that you just flick at people, huh? Yeah. Nice. So you got, so, a, you got a FaceTime him. So And he's at that age now where he recognizes his dad? I, th- I don't know. I don't know. I think he recognizes my voice, but, uh, but I don't know about the face yet. I, I would hope so. But again, he can't really talk. So the communication is, is really only one fold over here. Uh, it's dad to son, no son to dad at the minute. But, um, but it was hard. It really was. It was tricky. Uh, three days. It really turned out to be more like four days just because Sunday, yesterday, uh, I got home at about three and then I had to work an RSL game um, at like 4.30 until I kind of get home. And then, you know, I'm, I'm not really all that present. So it, was, it felt more like four days because it was. Uh, and that was tricky, really tricky. And, and I didn't really enjoy it. But, you know, it made me realize. What, what it made me realize was that, um, uh, that the family time is precious. And, and I think it's important now to uh, to have a better understanding that, I mean, they're the glue, right? They make it all happen. That's that's my little world. Those guys are my people, and uh, uh, and so I, I think I think it it made me realize that this holiday season we're going to spend a lot of time with each other, and I'm excited for that. You know, it's crazy because everything that I've been through in the past two years with my recovery and that kind of stuff, uh, I. I I, I know exactly what you're saying because, uh, you know, I always used to put a lot of emphasis on family. I used to think I did, but I was yeah. always working and I was never really present. Sometimes I was inebriated. And so I really I'm really cherishing being present and family time. And I think that if anything that we've learned or got, a, you know, some insight out of this whole COVID-19 or the year 2020 uh, is that. What really matters is the connections and having those family times. And so I, I think that's cool that you went away and, and you had some fun. But what you really cherished was coming back home to that family. Yes. And and, and this was uh, the second time I had been on, on this trip. And, of course, the first time was, was a year ago. I did not have a, uh, a newborn son. But you had to, a pregnant uh, wife. I did have a pregnant wife. <laughs> that is true. But there was no, there was no son. And uh, – I, I look. I, I must say, I was really excited last trip a year ago to to return home, but there was just something different about this time round. You know, with Freddie being eight and a half odd months, it, it was cool. It was nice, but but I think I'm done for the year. Like anytime I, I take some time off work and and decide to go adventure, 
I think uh, I think our Lord and Savior KB, as well as uh, Little Bubbles, I think they're joining me this time. You know, the thing is, is that, uh, as the kids say, I'm a little jelly of you right now because you're doing a lot of the things that I did, you know, 15 years ago. Uh, there's these new experiences that really hit home, you know, like having a family and having kids and how it changes your perspective. I mean, this is a podcast called Dadtastic, so we, I, I was very heartwarmed to hear your perspective of coming home to your family and what really matters. I'm not saying that golf isn't important because me and you both know golf is really important. Yes, it's Masters Week too, Case. Oh, man, isn't this a great week? A beautiful time to be alive. Oh, (laughs) you might have been overselling that a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's, the it second is, I said that, I was like, "Ooh, yeah!" It, it is a beautiful time. It's interesting. Uh, you know, I think that's what's going on. Twenty uh, twenty, just the hits just keep coming. Um, you know, and and I want to tell you. So I was talking to my ex wife today on the way down to the studio, and uh, my two oldest daughters each came into her room at different times throughout the night because they're scared. They're scared of what you know. 2020 is doing to them with the COVID and the new governor mandates of masks and, and is there going to be a shutdown and what's going on? And so, I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's a crazy time to be alive. Uh, it's interesting. It's beautiful. It's all things. But I mean, how do you tell, you know, a 15 year old and a 12 year old, Hey, because they're losing their mind right now. They don't know what's going on. It's, it's just, I, I don't think their little heads and minds can process it because I'm 46, almost 47 and I'm having a hard time processing it all. No, I, I, I understand that. And, and, and that, I don't think, I don't think that's a surprise though. No, I mean, that that twelve year olds, fifteen year olds, teenagers, right, are having a difficult time trying to understand just exactly what's going on um, in the world and and what certain people out there are trying to do to fix it. Um, but that's okay. Look, I I, I think uh, in this country, uh, I think it's fair to assume at the minute, and I, I'm kind of talking from a pandemic standpoint, like um, the trends aren't favoring the people. At the minute, right? I think I, I don't. I'm like going out of out of hand by you know, saying that. You know, you work for a KSL Sports, so maybe we could use a sports analogy. Right now, COVID is winning. So right now, it's twenty eight three. Atlanta are up uh, over the Patriots. I think it was in like the two thousand and seventeen Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and the Pats end up coming back to win. It's like you know a Cinderella story for the ages. But but right now we're we're twenty eight three down. Yeah, and, and it's so, like we're past the halftime mark. Like we're we're in the third quarter. You know, J Lo's already done the halftime performance. Everybody's up right. in arms about it. But we're not going to let we, that get in the way. And the J Lo no. performance could be the election. And so what we need to do is come together as people and and do what's right and 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 and, and get a hold of this pandemic. Yes, yes, yes. So here's here's some hope for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have talked a little bit about it, but my family, they, they live in Melbourne, Australia. And uh, about two weeks ago, I, I may be off uh, a few days there, but they came out of lockdown. They were in lockdown case for 111 days, wow. consecutive days, long time. Uh, and, and by the way, um, no, sign, no sign would suggest that the United States is going to do or take those extreme measures. Um, but anyway, they came out of a 111-day lockdown. Now we're having about 800 cases a day, so a little less than we what we were. We were getting that in like July, if I if I'm 
if my memory serves me correctly, but um, they they don't have any now. Like I th- like I looked yesterday, the entire country of Australia had like six cases. Wow. Yeah, like twenty five million people. They have six cases. So mm. like there is hope, and they went to some extreme measures that the United States is not going to go to. But I do think you know some some measures like what we heard from Governor Herbert last night. I I think if people listen, I think it'll work. I think we just all got to do our part and uh, see if we can get this under control. If not, it's going to get ugly. And right now, for a lot of people, it is ugly. Yeah, yeah. People are uh, people are in a dark spot case. Yeah. And mental health is up. Domestic violence is up. Suicide is up. Substance abuse is up. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a perfect storm for a, a lot of bad things to happen. But I think that's when America really comes together and bands together and loves one another. And I, I, I think we're going to come out on top. I really do truly believe that. Well, we'll find a way. Like it's the it's the the, the human nature way. It's you 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 just keep persevering. But I will say, like. Um, I, I, and I don't, I don't know. Everybody's different, but when governor Herbert, uh, for those that aren't all that familiar, the governor of Utah basically addressed the state Sunday evening and, uh, just added a few more stricter guidelines, requirements. Well, there's some punishments for those who, uh, don't follow the mask mandate for those who are, are, are willingly and knowingly putting others at risk. So there's that, uh, we're going to put it on a two week shutdown kind of just to see if we can get this under control and then go from there. Because right now the hospitals are getting overrun, uh, resources are running low and, uh, cases are on the rise. So I, you know, I, I think he's, he's, he's doubling down if you will on yeah. what he's already been doing yeah 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 he's yeah and and anyway <clears throat> i went on twitter last night like Ooh, right good. after the announcement i went on, went on twitter and i had to get off of it oh yeah it's just like people they they just aren't themselves at the minute yeah, keyboard warriors, keyboard assassins. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and, but there's too many of them. Yeah, you know, and I think really before we go to the next segment and and try to bring some lightheartedness into it, I think people do need to take a little bit of break of social media, uh, yes, and and, yes. and and do what Tom suggests. Understand your family. Be present with your family. Make those moments with your family uh, because in the long run, that's what truly, truly matters. So I think if you can do that, you're going to be in a much better place. Maybe get some pasta, as Tom would say. Do some family cooking. Uh, get a club bubbles going on in your kitchen. Get all the family in there. Do a little dancing and, and, and just have some fun. Hey, um, are we are we about to go to the next segment? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. You you brought up pasta. I've decided I'm going to go on a cleanse, but let, I'm going to save it and tell you more next segment. I'm I cleansing myself. I can't wait. I'm waiting with bated breath. You're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. I'm Casey Scott. That's Tom Hackett. I love the why way. Do I, why do I do that? I don't know, but it's awesome. But you just teased everybody in the first segment that you're going on a cleanse, and does that mean no more pasta? Would you be... 
Antipasta? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Yeah, was, did you come up with that on the spot? Just, just like that. That's how quick sober brain works. It's just nice. amazing. Woo! Another, another win for sobriety. So yeah, I'm, I've decided I'm going to go on a cleanse. What now? Now what? What, what was the reason for this? Uh, I don't know. I. I don't know, like, I got done with my little boozy golf trip mm-hmm. and uh, just decided that I, you know, you know what, what, what happened was I was, you and look- by the way, like, um, I, I kind of kept it under control and this is quite a boozy trip. You know, that there, there is, there is a lot of drinking that, that does occur. No, I've, I, I did 15 years a row of uh, that same similar trip. I, I understand right. it. Yeah. And I think anybody right. who's done the mesquite trips understand what goes on. Okay, yeah, well, I'm not going to go into detail, but but like I, I did control myself pretty well, and, and like most mornings, you know, th- really just about every morning, to be fair, I woke up feeling pretty good, ready to go. You didn't have As the opposed- energi- you didn't have the Energizer Bunny playing the drums in your head. No, 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 no. I, like there was the first night, the first morning, I woke up after the first day, and I was like, ooh, you know, that beat me up pretty good. But then I I was I was I was really good. Like the last night, um. I think I got like eight, nine hours sleep, which is oh, that's unheard of. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. So that... I was, I was fine, um, but I felt I've just my body is just feeling like it needs a cleanse. Well, you're knocking on the door of twenty nine, aren't you? Uh, I will be twenty nine in May of next year. Okay, so I mean it's getting pretty close there. So yeah, I mean, and then when you look at my body compared to your body, and I'm eighteen years older than you, and I've got a much better body. I mean, that's got to hurt a little bit. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't feel great. It doesn't <laughs> like it doesn't hurt. You know, it's just like yeah, whatever. It's it's okay. Um, Is Kate going to go on this cleanse with you? I think so. So I don't. So I don't. Here's the deal. So I don't think I'm going to drink for a while. Okay. Like a month. I think I'm going to try go like at least one month without any any grog. Sure. Um, I've decided, so I, I, I'm a, I, I used to be on these, you know, the nicotine pouches, whatever they, yeah. they're harmless, they're harmless, but, yeah. but they, they, they don't make your body feel anyway. I get whatever I, I'm off them. I've decided I'm not going to do that anymore. That's good. And that's not the first time I've decided that by the way, I've just, I've tried to get off them before and I have, but they've always kind of crept back into my life. So hopefully this is the last time. Uh, and then I think I'm going to go on a plant-based diet for, Ooh. I don't know how long, I don't know how long I can go on a plant-based diet. I That's think I, can, here's the deal. You, I, think you I love, can stay, you love cheese, you love meat. Yeah, I, no, I do. You're right. I do. Huh? Yeah. So a plant-based diet. So that's like impossible burgers, a lot of spinach, some salads, yeah, just veggies, fruit and veggies, basically. Oh man. Well, I wish you the best of luck of that. See, like when I hear cleanse, um, I've done a three-day juice cleanse. Uh, there's this place, I think it's called Viv or Vive Juicery. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. I, and I did a three-day juice. And you drank six juices a day for three days. And So I tried doing that. I, I couldn't. Oh, it's tough. It's a lot. Like you see somebody who's actually doing a cleanse and you got to give it to them because it's a lot tougher than you think. And I remember I was like, I missed chewing. Like I, because you were just drinking everything, and and, yeah. and you were like, "Oh man, I just miss chewing stuff." Want to bite something? Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, you know, I think we should, you know, 
do a you do a month long cleanse and let's document it on Dadtastic Instagram and Facebook and do a before and after and let's get the Lord and Savior Kate along with you and and, and okay. let some people go along with you because you know you're 29 you know you you got a dad bod bro and uh, you know you're a collegiate I'm athlete. I'm right with that by the way. Like, like I hope I hope you understand that. Um women including my wife mm-hmm. you know they're, they're into the dad bod at the minute I, it's just i'm on the verge of i'm on the brink if you will of turning my dad bod into a fat bod oh yeah you know what i mean like like i've got a dad bod at the minute but boy like three big macs if i have three big macs it's all of a sudden fat bod yeah well i, I I'm, I'm excited that you're uh you know you're, you're you're looking into your health because health is important yeah, I just want to, you know, I want to, I just want to feel healthier. That's, I guess, the bottom of it. Um, and I, I, I haven't been eating, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't been eating too badly or too poorly, but I certainly haven't been like um, really, really thinking about what I'm putting into my body. Now, the thing is, is if you follow Tom on Instagram or Facebook, you can see the nightly cooking sessions that he does with Lord and Savior Kate. And, and, and I'm going to, I agree with you. I don't think you've been eating too bad. I, I, I think exactly opposite. You've been eating really good. But when I mean good, you rich. I mean, it's very rich food. It's very decadent. I mean, you, I mean, you, it, it's not like you're eating for, uh, nutrition. I mean, your, your taste. I mean, you, you guys love that. Yeah. I eat, um, I eat for pleasure. Like yeah. I really like I I wake up and I go, what am I going to eat for dinner that night? That's what I that's what I do. I don't think about breakfast or lunch. See, and that's see, and I, and I never think about what I'm going to eat because I just whatever's around will do. Uh, my girlfriend uh, Leslie, she she plans out weekly what she's going to eat right now. She's making a food prep for my younger brother and herself. So she spent the day in the kitchen yesterday, making food for the whole week, two meals a day. And then, you know, you, you do something uh, either for breakfast or lunch, you know, whatever you decide to do, uh, right. but, you know, and, and, but that's all nutrition based. I mean, it's measuring out portion control, making sure you have the right, uh, uh, stuff of like vegetables, protein, macro, micro, all that stuff. I mean, it just, it's a yep. lot of work. And I think you just, you like to eat with your eyes because you, your stuff looks very delicious. It, it does taste good, Case. Let me tell you. Oh, it tastes really good. I just don't know if, um, yeah, well, I'm not counting calories. I can tell you that much. Like, like right before I left to go on this golf trip, I smoked pork belly. Ooh, I and- saw that. And mac and cheese, oh. you know, and like, like I can't, I can't even begin to explain the sensation my taste buds had, but oh. it was not healthy. Like it was not healthy. You, you wait, stop. You mean to tell me that pork belly and mac and cheese is not healthy? I'm not buying it, Tom. No, like you, like <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to get across is, uh, uh, pe- most people assume that's not all the healthiest. Like this was like beyond that, you know. Like we'll add a little butter, yeah. and we'll add a few, a few, you know, more ounces of cheese in there. Like, uh, like it's just, oh, it was so good though. Wow, I love it. So I, I think, yeah. So, so anyway, 
How? What have you been doing, Case? It's all been all about me, me, me. Enough about me. Let's go to you, you, you. Well, so I had a great weekend. Uh, I didn't have the kids, and uh, you know, I, I DJed a party on Saturday, which was a lot of fun. Spinning the platters that matter, sitting in the air chair, you know, making every sure, making sure everybody has a good time. Uh, and, and that was a lot of fun. And then I just kind of – we had snow up here, Tom, uh, and it was kind of, you know, the end of the golf season. So uh, I spent a lot of time with the girlfriend. Um, we didn't do anything fun because right now it's hard to go out and do fun stuff, and I think she's getting a little cabin fever. So we're trying to figure out because when you're, when you're, when you're divorced uh, and you have kids, it's like every okay. other holiday – is your holiday. Does that make sense? So I yes. didn't, I had the kids last year for Thanksgiving and uh, Leslie's kids were there. And so we had the kids last year, this year, we don't have any kids. So we're trying to figure out um, what we're going to do with um, Thanksgiving. And I don't know if I told you, but I almost caught the house on fire last year when I was triggering a Turkey. You told me. And so I'm in the shower getting ready to do my uh, Thanksgiving uh, dinner duties. And uh, I hear uh, Leslie's oldest son, Tate, go, and they go, the house is on fire. And so I had to jump out of the shower, grab a tail, cover up and go a towel and cover up and go out there and and put the fire out before it caught the house on fire. So right now I'm trying to talk uh, Leslie into a redemption turkey. And uh, you want back on. Oh, yes. I yeah. I, well, yeah, I've got to prove myself, you know, that, that I can do this. And so uh, she, but she's not too hip on it. But I've also got a deep fryer. So I thought, well, if I could deep fry a turkey, but then. Hi, hi Leslie, you're on the podcast. Please don't swear. Got it. Uh, I'm talking to Tom here and we're trying to figure out what we should do for Thanksgiving. And I told them uh, my thought about a redemption turkey. What's your thoughts on a redemption turkey? But I talked to Tate last night, your son, and we decided maybe we'll deep fry it in the middle of the street so there's no chance of catching anything on fire. See, we're thinking ahead. If you fail the plan, you plan to fail. Oh, yeah, still not good. All right. Well, hey, Tom's going on a cleanse. What do you think about that? Oh, good for you. What you doing? He's just not eating pasta. Oh, well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk to you later. I'm going on a cleanse, too. I'm not going to drink Diet Dr. Pepper. Okay, there you go. So I guess to go on a cleanse, Tom, all you have to do is just give up one thing. Uh, case that you you know, you know, I, well, you know I'm not just not eating pasta. So wait, is Leslie a, a Dr. P dranker? Diet Dr. P. Die, Dr. P. What about the – so I've been seeing a lot of people at the supermarket lately, the grocery store, yeah. that, are, that, are, that are coming out. Like as I'm walking in, they're wheeling their trolleys out, mm-hmm. and, um, and they've got uh, cases of this uh, cream soda diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. I mean that's for a, a it, certain group out there, yeah. And it's, I think it might be a holiday flavor. Okay, yeah. No, I'm, I'm seeing people um, like – like leave with with cases, not just like a like a case of twelve, like cases, Casey. You understand what I'm saying? Like a lot. No, I get it, and 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 some of that is diet Dr Pepper and diet Coke. For those who are living outside of Utah, you know the eight people listening in Australia. What's your aunt's name again? Uh, aunt Belinda. What up, Belinda? How are you doing? Casey, if you do that one more time. <laughs> 
you'll be call me. I was looking right into the camera when I said that. I hope she gets that. Yeah, uh, but I hope, yeah. Uh, but but a yeah. lot of but what happened was is there was an aluminum shortage and a lot of the aluminum aluminum can, aluminum. Oh, how do you guys say it? Aluminum. Is that really how you say it? Yeah. Say it one more time. Aluminum. It's aluminum. Alum aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan. Yeah, well, that's how we say it. That's the correct yeah. way to say it. All right. Uh, so there was an aluminum difference. shortage, and uh, what happened was uh, you weren't getting your favorite soda pop. And so now when people see them, it's kind of like the toilet paper back in uh, January and March. They're getting as much as they can because they don't know when it's going to come back around again. So my, my father-in-law has not been able to find any diet squirt. Ooh. Can't get any diet squirt. And he's not happy about it. And we're talking about a man that used to be on the Diet Coke with lime before mm-hmm. that went out of business. And and and, and Coca-Cola decided that we're going to throw ginger in there. He said, what's ginger? Had, had, had a sip, hated it. Went to the Diet Squirt. Pandemic hit. No more Diet Squirt. I mean, he, he has been through the absolute ringer when it comes to soda pop over the last probably two years. So you, now you know what you need to do is hopefully some of our listeners will know where you can get some diet squirt. You need to yes. get your trolley and get as much diet squirt as you can. And then when Christmas comes around, bam, under the tree. Who's the best son-in-law? Tom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So he, he swears by diet squirt. He thinks it, it helps him lose weight. Huh. Yeah. So uh, Kate and I got married in September of 2018, and he decided he was going to go on a, uh, a cleanse himself, a diet, a diet squirt <laughs> cleanse. And, uh, and he drank that, you know, religiously for probably three months prior to our wedding. Mm-hmm. He must have lost 20, 30 pounds. Didn't yeah. change his diet. Yeah, you know, right. the old string cheese and jerky combo was still flying around. But he just he, – he changed to diet squirt and lost weight case. Let me know how the kidney stones go with him. I will. Yeah, no, I'll let you know how big they are. All right, you're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. Coming up, we don't know, but it'll be good. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. I'm Casey Scott. I'm Tom Hackett. So uh, my youngest daughter, uh, okay. Frankie, right now she's getting braces put on right as we speak. No – She's excited. Like, I what did you hold on? What did you tell her? Like, I I didn't tell her anything. This is my ex wife. Right before I got divorced, my ex wife got braces, and then as soon as the braces came off, divorced me. So, I don't know if that played into it. Uh, but my, my, my ex wife is very into teeth. I never had braces, and I got pretty straight chompers. Uh, and, and I thought Frankie's teeth were fine, but she had one tooth that really bugged her. My oldest daughter just barely got her braces off, and she didn't have horrible teeth as well. But I think they just wanted to get them done. And so she was – full disclosure, uh, the past two years haven't been great for me financially. Uh, I kind of took 45 days off and got some stuff worked out, and then I'm slowly working my way back into a profession. Uh, I've got a great job at Mountain View Title. I do some DJing on the side and then these podcasts, right? So my ex-wife yeah. calls me and goes, uh, I'll get Presley's braces. You get Frankie's. And I said, okay, sounds good. Uh, but just to, to let you know that I, I don't have a lot of extra cash sitting around right now for Frankie's braces. And she goes, okay. 
And so I talked to Frankie, and I go, Frankie, listen, I, I, I promise you I'm going to get you braces. But just right now, financially, I can't afford it. Uh, my ex-wife goes, I'll get it. I'll take care of it. Uh, because she saw the hurt in Frankie's eyes because she couldn't get braces. This kid wanted to get braces. The only thing I've ever seen this kid want more is a gecko. Uh, and I don't want to get her a gecko. <laughs> so she got braces. And uh, so- – She's right now. She's getting them put on. We can. I could try to call her uh, and and see. But she's. She won't be able to talk. Case. Well, you don't know. I, did you wear braces? I did. Did you like it? No, 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 no. I did not like it one bit. And see, in my, fact, I don't know, man. I I think the kids are different today. They like braces. So, like uh, when Freddie or Bubbles, whatever you want to call him, when he is at the time where he's going to be getting braces, if that ever comes. Yeah. I'm going to tell him he has to eat an apple. That's the last food you eat before you get braces. Why? Because you can't eat an apple with braces. braces. Even- you can't eat an apple. I don't know if I believe that. I'm telling you, the skin gets stuck. Oh, they got new places. tools for that. Yeah, but like, what are you talking about tools for that? To get in between the braces and stuff like that, little picks, and they've got all kinds of tools. So this is going to be a first. I don't know if she's going to answer, but we're actually going to call my ex-wife. See if she'll answer. You're calling your ex-wife right yeah. now? Yeah. Well, I'm muting myself. Don't. She's not going to swear. Hey, wait, wait who, who's this? Hello? Is this Presley? What? Is this Presley? Yeah. Hey, you're on the podcast. Don't swear. Hey. Where are you? At the Orthodox. And so is Frankie getting her braces on right now? Can you take the phone to her? Yeah. Okay, go take it to her. This is riveting radio right here, guys. So I just talked. I just called my ex-wife's phone. My oldest daughter just answered, and now she's going to run it over to my youngest daughter, who's actually getting braces put on right now. She's super stoked. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Are you under the knife right now? Are they putting the metal on your teeth? Yeah. How does it feel? Well, <laughs> They're putting the bands in right now. And and I was telling Tom, you know Tom Hacking, right? Yeah. Uh, I was telling him how excited you are about getting your braces. Are you still super stoked? No. How come? Um, I don't know. Does it hurt? Uh, I don't know. Wow. Tight, but it doesn't hurt. Okay, well, we'll we'll call you next week and see how it's feeling because it's gonna hurt like a son of a gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Are you on gas right now? Because you seem a little out of it. They're putting in a band, so I can't. Oh, okay. Who's your dentist? Cowser. Oh, he's a good guy. All right, love you, bye. Well, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, Tom. Like, like, case I. Metal, metal is not designed to to sit in a mouth. Yeah, like, it's just uncomfortable. That's why. That's why I think she was excited. And I think you know, I think um, women, you know, like adolescent women, are more excited than adolescent men because, if I'm not mistaken, you can like get different colors put in there, and you know, you can almost use it like a fashion statement. Oh yeah, you can do. You can. 
colors with your retainer and your bands yeah. and all that stuff for holidays. I'm just excited because I can kind of do my brace impression again. Uh, Presley didn't find it funny at all, but Frankie does. So when Frankie comes home, I'm going to talk like this. Oh, gosh, Frankie, got some braces on? This is awesome. I can't wait for you to see your teeth because they look so good. I just love the way you do that. This is so awesome. <laughs> She's going to hate it. That joke's only oh. funny for about two minutes. And then they go, shut up, Dad. Just shut up, Dad. You can't tell me, Dad. I just want to watch Doorless Floor and just eat something that's really good. It's not going to get stuck in my teeth. Because sometimes when they get stuck in my teeth, I can't get it out. So then I'm going to spend the next 45 minutes going like this. <laughs> No, no, she, no, she's going to be in pain tonight. Case. Oh yeah, no, I, I know that because they put them on and then it stretches your jaw around. So the next three it's days tight. is, is going to be miserable for her. Yeah, basically it'll hurt like uh, anywhere from a couple of days to a week after every orthodontist appointment until she gets them off. Have you ever been punched in the jaw? You know, no, I don't think so. I so, got punched in the back of the head, but so when I was in college, I was DJing a party, and after the party, I got jumped by seven people. Nice. I got a I got a beer bottle in the side of my head. I got a kick in the lower jaw and a punch in the upper jaw. Well, I ended up going to the hospital that night, and they wired my jaw shut. Oh, I'm sorry. They for three months, I lived on tomato juice and liquid yogurt. And it's not like normal yogurt. It's like drinkable yogurt. Yeah, runny. Which was amazing because I quit chewing tobacco during that time and I lost 30 pounds. Really? But I was also on the radio for a local radio station. And How? I was the overnight guy and no one really listens to the overnight and they needed someone to push buttons and I was that guy. So I talk like this. I was like this on the radio for three months saying, hey, you're listening to Casey on 107.5 The End. Make sure if you want to hear a song, give us a call at 450-670-1075. No way. Yeah, true story. True story. And you did not get fired. No, they, no. They actually said, wow, way to, way to work through it. I said, thanks. You should speak like that more often. They say that? <sighs> no, no. Oh. But I was never a really good radio guy. To be honest, I was never a really good TV guy, but I just just keep talking. Yeah, you just like how we're going to get through this pandemic case. Yeah, I just keep moving forward, buddy. Yes, you know what I mean? you just keep walking forward. It's like my dad said, moss doesn't gather on a rolling stone. Moss just don't gather on a rolling stone. I've never heard that before. Yeah, moss. Yeah. Well, moss only grows on something that's stagnant. And if you keep on moving, you're not going to get moss on you, buddy. No, no, no. I like that. Don't call me buddy. Thank you. Um, so, wait, we still haven't talked about what you've gone up because a lot has happened from uh, last week to this week. So, like, like, what have you been doing? Uh, so, I, 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 well, you know how much I love golf. So, I, I did quite a bit of golf because I knew that the storm was coming. So, I got in as much golf as I could. Um, uh, I finally took Halloween stuff down yesterday. Nice. Um, when do you put Christmas stuff up? So, uh, here's a funny story because my parents were divorced. And so my mom was always good about in Christmas, putting Christmas up. She'd have big Christmas parties. My dad, not so good at putting up Christmas stuff. He had a pretty good tree, uh, depending on the girl he dated at the time. 
Um, uh-huh. And so that was that was kind of fun. But what he did, and it was still to this day, is one of my favorite memories. Uh, it was probably the second year my parents were divorced. We'd go over to my dad's, and we were like, hey, Dad, are you going to put up the Christmas stuff? And he goes, yeah, hold on. So he takes me, my older brother, Yancey, my little brother, Ryan. He goes, all right, go stand out on the front uh, sidewalk. And so we go out on the front sidewalk. He walks up to the light that's right above the door, unscrews the white bulb, puts it in his pocket, pulls out another bulb, puts it up in there, screws it in, says, close your eyes. So me, Yancey, and Ryan standing on the sidewalk, eyes closed. He flips the switch, and he goes, open your eyes, and it's a red bulb. And he goes, Christmas is decorated. And we all Stop. clapped and cheered. And, and that's kind of the tradition that he did. It was pretty funny. He put a red bulb in on the front porch. <laughs> yeah, but he said the Christmas lights are up. Oh, my goodness. So I, I, I don't do the Christmas lights uh, up above the house. I've okay. Got, I've got one of those projectors that, you know, you just bury in the front lawn and it shoots a yep. scene up on the on the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'll probably do, but I'll probably wait until uh, maybe right before Thanksgiving. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, on social media this weekend said, 2020 sucks. Let's put up Christmas now. And so, yeah, I, do. I like that. And so they put them up. Uh, the DJ party that I was at on Saturday, uh, a lot of people wanted Christmas music, so I was pounding Christmas music, uh, and, and it was it was it was so interesting to see people come in and hear Christmas music. And I bet ten percent was like too soon, too soon, and the other ninety percent started bopping and moving around and having a good time. Yeah, that's good to hear. I that's think people are looking hear. for fun. They're looking for Cr- reasons to celebrate. Christmas is a joyous occasion. Um... And you know what's so good, what's going to be so beautiful about Christmas this year is um, not only is it Christmas, and hopefully, you know, really hopefully we can we can we can at least spend some time with our loved ones yes. in a safer environment than where we're at now. Because right now we're we're in a bit of spot of bother, uh, and I and I don't think many people out there feel all that comfortable hanging out with you know even close ones. To in the, within their family, I well, just especially I think, elderly who might have some compromisation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I just I don't know. It's it's probably a stretch because it's only about two months away. But I'm just hopeful that maybe we'll be in a different spot. But 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 in like what six days time from Christmas, it signifies a new year. Case 2021, and it can't come soon enough. Amen. I'm going to ask you one question, then we're going to end this podcast. What's I your... got one for you though. Okay, you go first. Okay. Do you do you do a fake Christmas tree or a real Christmas tree? Ooh, I'm a real. I like real. You okay, fake? Do you? Well, so Kate and I, and we can talk about this more next week. But Kate and I are kind of going back and forth, like trying to figure out what we do. Yeah, and it's a. Big decision because this will be Freddie's first Christmas. So whatever you know, whatever stage we set this year, you know, will determine the next. I say go real. You know what I mean? Real. Okay. You, you can't go does, wrong with real. It smells, it smells nice. Beautiful. People go. We'll get a candle and light it. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Sh- 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 shut up. Yeah. Get yeah. a real Christmas tree. I'm gonna leave you with this. What's your favorite right. Christmas album of all time? Um. Probably like the Justin Bieber one from three years ago. The Mistletoe song's pretty solid. I really do like Not bad. that. I said that 
trying to irritate people. But then I realized that was the last question you were asking me on the podcast and I wasn't going to be able to redeem myself. So I, I just want to apologize to all those that I irritated then. It's a pretty good song. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm a DJ. It, yeah. So wait, what's this. yours? What's yours? Go look up the NSYNC Christmas. Pretty solid. I, I listen to NSYNC. Yeah. The I listen to that. All right. With that, we're going to say bye, bye, bye. You've been listening okay. to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. Don't forget, it's a KSL podcast. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope and Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.